welcome to the Lift Up Your Head podcast. I am your host, Megan West. Hey friends, welcome back to another week on the Lift Up Your Head podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me this week. I know it's been a few weeks since I have shared an episode, and so I just want to say thank you for your patience with me, and honestly, my family has just been really focused in on embracing these last weeks of summertime. Our oldest is starting kindergarten this school year, so I have been trying to do my best to be present with the kiddos and enjoy our last weeks of summer and make the most of it while we can, and then also like many of you I'm sure are doing uh, kind of bracing ourselves for this next year and all of the unknown that may or may not be coming our way and lots of change potentially so just kind of bracing ourselves but just trying to fill up you know in this season while we can and spend time as a family and with loved ones and um, just enjoy the Lord in this season so I hope that uh, whoever you're doing life with in this season that you've had opportunity to um, make the most of this time and have fun and at least have some moments of fun and that you're able to get refreshed before we gear up for this next school year um, or work year or whatever season you find yourself in. Uh, so this week, we are going to be talking about vision. Um, this is our part two of our vision episode. So the last episode I shared was all about vision and living as women with vision. We talked about um, one of my favorite verses, it's Ephesians 2.10, and it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we tie that into vision and how we are God's workmanship. We are created for good works that God prepared for us before we even existed, and that we are called to walk in those good works for God's glory. And we talked about how these things aren't necessarily our daily to-do list or even our personal goals, but we talked about what is God breathing on our lives right now? What is God uh, breathing on your life right now in this season? And what is he giving you supernatural strength and his supernatural grace to carry out in this season? And it might be something that you're already doing. It might be something that you have been holding on to um, that you want to do someday, or maybe you're in a season where you know that God is giving you that nudge to step into that. So we're talking all about vision and um, over the weeks as I've been just preparing my notes for these episodes, I felt God leading me to the book of Ruth and the story of Ruth, um, which I, I had never really associated with the concept of vision before. So I thought it was interesting, but as I was just studying um, the first few chapters of Ruth, and about her life and the decisions that she made and uh, the way that she led her life, it was so apparent to me how this tied so well into how we live as women with vision. Before we jump into, um, I want to look at Ruth 1, 16 through 18. I want to give you a little bit of context as to what's happening. A lot of you probably are familiar with this story, um, but just to kind of give you a refresher. So, um, right before verse 16 in chapter 1, we see that Ruth is one of Naomi's daughter-in-laws. And Naomi, she had a husband and had 
two sons, and um, both of her sons got married, one to Ruth, one to Orpah. And shortly after they got married, both of Naomi's sons died, as well as her husband at different times. And so Ruth's husband died, Orpah's husband died, and Naomi is left just pretty um, helpless, pretty hopeless feeling, and just doesn't know what to do. And so she decides to return back to her land um, because it is harvest season and she feels like it's time for her to go back. She has nowhere left to go. And so here she is in verse 16 through 18. And Naomi says, see your sister-in-law, referring to Orpah, has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. May the Lord do so to me and more also. If anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said, no more. And this is so beautiful in a lot of ways. Um, so we see here that Ruth, she had already predetermined in her heart, in her mind, and had vision for her family. She had determined, this is my family now. You know, as God's word says that the two become one, man and woman, they become one flesh when they get married. And her husband died. And so to her, she's still a part of her husband's family. She is now, she had already left her people. She left her um, her false gods from what her family believed in and decided to become Naomi's family. And when Naomi was leaving, Ruth determined, I'm going with you. You're my family. Her husband died. Her family was Naomi, her mother-in-law. And Ruth had vision to go wherever her new family went. And when she would be obedient and she decided to be faithful to do so regardless of her life circumstances. And I thought it was interesting too because Naomi um, tells us in this in these verses that Orpah, the other sister-in-law, went back to her people and her God. So she returned to Moab. But Ruth chose to be obedient to the one true God. So we see here that Orpah and Ruth, they both were following false gods, um, what their family followed. But we see here that Ruth converted to who we believe is the one true God. She converted and she is, de she is determined to stay true to him, to remain loyal and faithful until the very end. And so we see that Ruth, she sacrificed all that she knew she sacrificed her comforts of her of her family. Um, she sacrificed her past in order to move forward into God's future blessing, not knowing what it could even possibly be, especially now that, you know, I'm sure we, we can put ourselves in her shoes and maybe you even know what she has walked through because it's possible that your story is possibly very similar. Ruth, you know, she had all these hopes to, have this husband and be married for a long time and to have children and to grow old together and to create this life together. And all of that was taken away from her. Life as she knew it. Life looked completely different from what she had ever envisioned. But yet she is still deciding to move forward into who she believes that God is to be true to who he is and what God has called her to do. 
even though she has no idea what that could possibly look like now. We see that even when life as she knew it crumbled and her family and her hometown behind her, her future plans ripped away, she chose to remain in what she had begun to move forward in doing. And though she didn't know what lie ahead, she moved forward anyway. And so really, that is what vision requires of us. When God gives us a vision for our life, he has shown us, okay, this is what I have called you to step into and to live out. It doesn't mean that things are always going to go like we had expected or life is going to go how we thought it would go. And I'm over here raising my hand right now uh, saying that um, while I'm not, my story isn't just like Ruth's, but I can say that life is not going as I expected it to go this year. And I'm sure a lot of you are in that same boat as I am. So while we walk in vision and as we ask God to help us to be women living with vision for our lives, we have to have faith to do the impossible with God. we It requires having faith to keep going, to keep walking forward like we see Ruth doing, saying, no, wherever you go, God, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. No matter what, no matter what comes my way, obstacles, um, when things are stripped away from me, I will still be faithful and I will still move forward with you even if it seems impossible. And so that's really what vision requires of us. If we are going to see the visions that God has given us for our lives or for our children's lives or um, for whomever God has put in our spheres of influence, we have to stay steadfast and we have to stay faithful even when it gets hard. And we have to be willing to step into the impossible with God. We can't do it on our own. It has to be with God. So maybe for you right now, maybe that is healing from a past hurt or maybe um, the vision that God is giving you for this season or this next season that you're about to step into, maybe he's showing you an open wound that you have that he wants to heal you of. Maybe it's you being willing to go there with God and to fully let him heal those places of your heart. And it doesn't mean that it's easy, but you know that it's what he's asking you to do because it's going to enable you to keep moving forward with him. Perhaps it's a broken relationship that the Lord wants to mend in your life. Maybe it's forgiveness that God is asking you to step into. Or could it be a sin that has been so entangled in your precious life but you know that it's time to let it go. You know that it's time to bring it into the light of Christ, to repent and to let God break the chains off of you. Maybe the vision that God's giving you right now and the, the being willing to step into the impossible with God, maybe it's a person that the Lord has been putting on your heart over and over and over again. And you know you're meant to reach out to them. You know that God is asking you to pray for them or to give them some kind words or even show up and offer a helping hand, but you've never done it before. So maybe it's something that could be a challenge for you or really hard for you, but you know God's asking you to do it. Maybe it could be a business idea or a major life change that God is calling you to and you know that he is because you've prayed about it, 
you've read his word, you've sought wise, godly counsel, and you just can't seem to shake these ideas. You can't seem to shake this vision that you have. You're nervous, but you know it's what you're meant to do. Go and do it, sister. There is no time to waste. We have to remember that we, you and I, we've been created for such a time as this. And I'm sure you can see it right now in the season that we're in. There is no time to waste. And there's no better time than the present moment because there is so much unknown. We have to do the will of the Father today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, but today. Because this is all we're promised, right? We're not promised next month. We're not promised next year. We have no idea what's going to come our way. And if you're anything like me, you know what I'm talking about. Because you've had unforeseeable things happen in your life that you did not expect. Probably a lot of us have experienced that this year even or the past couple of years. And you know what I'm talking about. Those unexpected things come in our way. And when God is asking us to go, when God is asking us to move forward, we have to do it because we could miss that moment. It's possible that we'll never get that moment back. And we have to be willing to say yes now because we have no idea what's going to come. And when we say yes now, it just leads us even further into the purposes and the plans that God has for not just our lives, but the people around us, the people that God has entrusted us with to love and to lead. So today I'm asking you the question, will you go? Will you be a woman who says yes to God? Will you be willing to even risk it all if that's what it takes? Will you be willing to do the impossible thing with God? Will you be willing to go wherever he leads? And will you be willing to follow him? I hope that this encourages you this week. I hope that whatever you are wrestling with with the Lord, possibly the questions that you're asking him right now, if you are Maybe if you know that vision, maybe you know that next step that he's giving you to step into right now, or maybe you're just waiting on the Lord to show you. I hope that you will allow yourself to ask the Lord and to even wrestle in it with him to, if you haven't yet, to pray and seek wise godly counsel and, of course, get in the Word of God and ask the Lord what He would ask you to do and then go and do it this week. Don't waste another moment. And so, girls, I just want to thank you so much for joining me this week. The next episode, we are going to look at um, a little bit more about Ruth's story. We're going to look at Ruth 2, and we're going to talk about staying faithful with the vision, even when you cannot see the promise. So you don't want to miss the next episode. And I would love to hear just how uh, this week's episode has encouraged you, how it has spoken to you. Um, Share it on social media. My Instagram handle is Megan Francis West. I'd love to just hear your thoughts. You can post uh, just a review on the podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast. And um, come and find me on the socials this week. And truly, I'm just so grateful to have you in this space. And sisters, I just hope that you know that God is shining his light on you. You were created to be radiant. Lift up your